Welcome to the Gear Slum, your one-stop shop for all things Star Culture Nonsense. I'm Aaron. I'm Phil. And Cole is not here. I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm cool. We submit hard so you don't have to. forgot we were recording tonight so he's watching a movie with his boy cole is doing the right thing and he's watching spending... do the right thing actually <laughs> he's he's that's, I, that's, I, that's how i heard it <laughs> i've never seen that movie hmm. i have not either that's one of those ones i feel like oh i really should see it yeah it's it's spike lee's first movie right is that his first one his first feature. Uh, yes. What are you drinking, Phil? Um, I am drinking uh, <laughs> Pamplemousse LaCroix. Oh, nice. What are you drinking? I'm drinking, um, I forget the name of it. It's uh, an IPA. Well, you have to tell me what it is. It's a, I don't remember the name of it. It's a modern times. So I bought this, um, like a, a sampler pack of modern times IPAs. Okay. And I think this one's called Dingo Magic, maybe. Okay. It's a, um, it's a juicy, it said juicy IPA, hazy, juicy IPA. And it lives up. It's pretty smooth. Um, not a whole lot of bite to it. It also, the pack also came with their Orderville IPA, which is like their, uh, one of their standard offerings. Um, I think one called, I forget, a Grapefruit Session IPA and a West Coast IPA. So pretty broad spectrum of IPAs. What, um, what is that percentage? Uh, this one is, I believe, 7.2. Mm-hmm. You're so dumb. <laughs> Dude. Um so the uh Voodoo Ranger uh Belgium whatever yeah, has the Belgium. Voodoo Ranger that is New Belgium, yeah. Pretty much found it, it I mean it's not found everywhere but it's found anywhere that like yeah. Where they're trying to like have a variety of beer. Like that's one of the ones that yeah, you can like you usually can find anywhere. And I like it because Target. yeah. Target, yeah. Mm-hmm. I like it because it's usually like you can get it for like um I'm gonna turn my video off because things All right. acting weird. Um uh usually you can get it on sale for like, you know, like ten or eleven for a six pack. Uh-huh. Um and it's nine percent, and um, the they just came out with a, I think it's a juicy hazy as well, uh-huh. and it's nine point five, uh-huh. and I think it tastes way better. And oh, nice. I saw it at Bevmo. Um. So okay, my my fancy grocery store sells. I first saw it at my fancy grocery store in like tall cans. Uh-huh. 
Um, but then I saw at Bevmo they had a, a six pack of it, and I was like, <gasps> "So, oh yeah, does that come in twelve ounce cans or the sixteen ounce cans?" Uh, I I the the regular one, the regular yeah. um, the regular one. I I I feel like I see it in bottles oh, more, okay. like twelve ounce more bottles. often. Uh, not not. I don't think they're twenty. Isn't I said aren't 12. they still twelve? I said I meant twelve. I thought I said oh, okay. Twelve. Anyway, those are different numbers, but okay, yeah, they are. I think I said twelve. I think we have a recording of this. I get, <laughs> Pretty sure I said twelve um, ounce bottles. Okay, twenty. I don't think so, beer comes in twenty ounce bottles. That's like a soda thing. Ah, uh, you might ounce you is like a plastic bottle. You may be right. It's 12 and then yes. uh, pints are 16. Yeah. It's and like those are tall cans, right? Usually because it's like 500 milliliters. And that's what a tall can is? I think tall cans are usually 16 ounces, but the pint bottles are usually 500 milliliters. Ah. Which is Very like 16.9 ounces. Maybe that's maybe I'm thinking of water bottles again. I know 500 milliliters okay. is like 16.9, but yeah, <laughs> 16 ounce cans. Like a lot of, a lot of the, um, like a lot of fancy beers come in four packs of tall cans instead of six packs of regular cans. Right. And Which has got to be marketing, right? Well, I think you actually, it's less beer. Yeah. Right. It's like it's like eight ounces less than a six pack of twelve ounce cans. Somebody's gotta do the math on this for us. <laughs> well it is because the sixteen ounces, so you you basically get if you take the four extra ounces from each can, that gives you one can, a fifth can, and then four ounces. So you're you're missing eight ounces. Okay. Okay. Uh, but they, I anyway, I bought this twelve pack for nineteen ninety nine. Ooh, so not bad. But okay, but here's here's my issue with variety packs is that I feel like, like with beer or with chips, it's mm-hmm. like they're always like throwing in something that they want to get rid of that you're like, eh. That's yeah, a- um, I wouldn't buy it. Like I've seen the stone variety packs and i always shy away from them but it's exactly everything everything in this one sounded good so i was like i'll try that there's in this in the stone ones there's always like one that i really like two that i'm like oh okay and then one that i'm like no yeah the stone they always throw in like i don't know something dumb (laughs) this so the stone one that's really good that i like a lot is the fml have you tried that the fear movie lions no that it's there it's a double ipa um and it usually comes in a four pack of tall cans okay for like 13 bucks maybe four, 12 or 13 bucks so it's not cheap but it's good that one's freaking good i like double ipas a lot though that's my jam mm. and i don't even know the difference to be honest other than it's double there's double the difference something. between what like an IPA and a double IPA. What's oh, what? Which well, part of it is doubled? Is what I. It's double. I is what it is. 
I know, but it's not like two full IPAs put together. Oh, this this is interesting for some some people. Um, I I I find the the just the concept of IPA Indian pale India pale, pale ale. yep. Uh, fascinating, and I don't feel like I know. I'm sure you know more about it than me. Uh-huh. Could can you give like the Wikipedia version of like? Um, my understanding of it is that it was a beer created by the British, and it was like created for British soldiers in India. Like, uh, okay, continue. Keep going. That's pretty much it. Well, so there was something about like the. Tell me if I'm wrong. There's something about like it being more hoppy means it could last on longer boat rides or something like that. Is that right? Maybe. Yeah. Hops were a preservative. This says uh, the hops hung around in the beer for so long that they lost their fruity flavor and left a bitter tasting beer. I guess it wasn't, I mean, it was probably made in Brit in Britain for people in India, like America, not because of Americans, the, but- because of the longer boat ride. Yeah. Yeah, it was just a way of preservation, I guess, to get it to, to India, in the eighteen hundreds. Yeah, like they're the beer when they make it when they were making it like whatever the normal, the normal way is like it was like going bad or whatever, mm-hmm. like oh it's on a boat like for too long and then it goes bad before it gets to them, and then they tried different things and they're like oh this, lasts, and then people are like well okay but it tastes like butt and they're like yeah but, it's not bad. <laughs> And they're like, okay, fair enough. I'll drink fair it. Enough. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think they cared all that much. Thank you for the beer. <laughs> um, here's something interesting. Apparently, the double IPA was um, was originated in Santa Rosa, California in 1994. Hmm. It's just like an extra hoppy thing. Mm-hmm. And it says usually above 7.5. Triple IPA. Mm-hmm. Then there's the New England IPA or the Hazy IPA or the Juicy IPA, which came around in 2004. I, I think it's something to do with filtering. They didn't filter it. So it left more of like the fruity hoppiness in there. Yeah. Yeah. You know okay. what I'm not a fan of, though, is a milkshake IPA. Have you had one of these things? Where they put lactose? It's like a lactose. I have not had a milk. They call it a milkshake. It's just a milkshake IPA. But I I will say one of the only beers that was very a very high percentage that I was like, I don't want to finish this Mm -hmm. was I think it was called like Dragon's Milk. And it was it was a milk stout. stout, Yeah. And I was like, dude, I can't I oh my gosh. It I did not like it. I did not like it. This is this is a great conversation for Cole to not be here for. <laughs> yeah, Dragon's Milk is I've had it and it's like fine, I guess, but I'm I wasn't super into it. Uh they have a barrel aged one, I guess. I prefer um have you had Rasputin? Old Rasputin? Yes. I, I yes. think that's I think those beers are often like compared to one another or like I'd be like, try this one or this one. Yeah, but that's that not, it's not milky better. though. 
No, it's not. It's just like a rush. It's a Russian Imperial Stout, is what it is. Yeah, and that's way better, is what I'm yes. saying. Yes, yes. The lactose thing is is weird, but it, it like as much as you don't like it in, uh, in a stout. Imagine how much more weird it is in an IPA. Because stouts are already like kind of creamy and you know, it's like adding milk to like it's like chocolate milk versus like orange milk or like citrus milk <laughs> it just uh, you you will appreciate this i i met with a guy um uh like a couple a couple weeks ago and it was sunday morning mm-hmm. and we met at a coffee shop and he's not a coffee drinker uh-huh. but he indulged me and i said i'll be right back i'm going to I'm going to go order something. And I came out with a, um, a nitro, um, cold brew. Uh And he looked, it was like 10 AM and he looked, he had a look of shock (laughs) on his face and he goes, and then he like, (laughs) then his face went like blank and he goes, um, did you order a beer? (laughs) And really like he funny. was trying to hold yeah, in yeah. like his disgust at the yeah. thought of somebody ordering a beer at 10 a.m. Yeah. And oh, I go, no, it's coffee. And then he was like even more thrown because he was like, <laughs> what? Why? Why is it? It looks like Guinness. And I go, yeah, it's like. And then it felt like, you know how when when you tell a joke that then you have to explain. Yeah. Yeah. It felt like exactly the same. Like then I was having to like explain why this thing is cool that he does not think is cool (laughs) and so it made it completely not cool because i'm having to explain it because he was like the more i talked the less he cared and you know was into it and so i just said it's yeah it is it's like a guinness but it's not it's just coffee i do not like nitro i nitro cold brews I don't know. It's not why. my pre- it's not my preference. Like I I went to the shop. Oh, remember I told you about this? I got that banana, the banana cold brew. Oh, yes. And I think it would have been fine except it was nitro, which made me like I was like I just really don't want to eat this or drink it. <laughs> or eat it, I bet. I, <laughs> I like, or eat it, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, the, the fact that it's nitro just made it so much worse. <laughs> I also I also don't understand like or I don't so I get really judgy when when I go to a coffee shop and they put ice in the cold brew. I'm like, dude, same. why are you putting ice in the cold brew? What is what are you doing? I, I just know it's not going to be good. I say um I say no ice for uh two reasons. Um one, I don't want your freaking watered down. Yeah. Like you're doing it on it purpose. Robs you of cold brew. Yeah. Yes, but then too, like you're also robbing me of caffeine. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it takes up space in the cup that could be yeah. devoted to coffee. Yeah, yeah. it's oh, freaking yeah, garbage. Sure. Um, the only you got to be careful if you're getting like a milk drink though, like a latte, like an iced latte, because if you don't get ice, it could be too much milk to coffee ratio 
depending on how the place makes it. Like if they mix it in the cup, yeah. Some places will like mix it in a pitcher and then pour it into the cup. Like they'll mix yeah. the milk and like espresso together and then pour it over ice, which is a better way to do it in my opinion because you can like weigh it out and get the recipe precise. But um, not everyone does that. Mm. Um. Anyway, anywho. So that was a bad coffee experience that I had recently. Mm, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all right. I also, I um, have you had a Queen Amon? It's a, a pastry that they have at a lot of coffee shops now. I don't think so. Um, it's like a, I don't know what the origin of it is, but it's basically, it's like, um, like imagine like a cross between like a croissant and baklava. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, Where it's okay. Like, it's like cooked in like a muffin tin and then it has uh, yes. like, like some kind of sugar and butter all throughout it. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's I really have good. had this. So I had that and I shared it with my kids and they also loved it. Yes. Which made yes. me sad. That you mean that they didn't. That like, I had to share. They weren't like, yeah, oh, that they, gross. <laughs> you eat it. <laughs> yes. Please, please don't give me any more. And yeah. then you could eat the whole thing. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah, too um, many mouths to feed. <laughs> um, I yeah, totally. Um, yeah, but it was pretty good. I, it was good. Uh, okay, my so bro- so said- my brother-in-law worked. We used to work at a coffee shop, and he he told me that <laughs> this one time, so a lady came in and she wanted the Queen Am- Queen Amon, which is like a it's spelled like in a it's like c-o-u-i-g-n or something and then a-m-o-n it's like two words mm-hmm. and so she called it a coogan almond <laughs> and she's like can i get the coogan almond and he's like oh yeah it's the the queen amon and she's like yeah the coogan almond <laughs> she kept repeating it <laughs> incorrectly <laughs> like she was trying to correct him <laughs> while he was also trying to correct her which is a very funny scenario <laughs> i so I just saw a TikTok of a guy saying, I don't know, like he was like, working retail is really hard because there are so many opportunities for me to be snarky and rude. Oh, yeah. And I'm and I'm not supposed to. And then he said, I work at a coffee shop and a woman came in and she goes like all flustered immediately without like any reason. She goes, um, I'll just have a drift copy like, like right. that. And he goes, okay, would you like a um, light roast or dark roast? And then she said, do you have, or is your dark roast light? No, is your light roast dark? <laughs> and he, he was like, I don't, how am I supposed to answer that question without sounding completely like an asshole. Yeah. And I was trying to think like I don't I don't know what I would say. Like I I think I would laugh. I I don't think I would be able to be like if I was if I was in that position. And then I I I actually thought what would Aaron do? What would Aaron do in that position? You say would you like light roast or dark roast? Uh-huh. <laughs> and she says, is your light roast dark? What would you I, say? I would say, no, it's pretty light. 
<laughs> I because I think I understand what what she's asking maybe because like depending on where you go like uh, but then but if you think the light roast is dark you're definitely not going to get the dark roast yeah the answer is light yeah it, there's two choices <laughs> it's light roast or dark roast and like I, I mean okay maybe you you just want to you're just curious but I can, like, you could be like oh how dark is the dark roast maybe like that makes more sense I guess is it like is it a French roast or is it like a medium dark right. roast but like Pete's just straight up does not have a light roast yeah. like they just don't yeah and but if you ask them they won't say this is our light roast they'll say they might say this is the lightest roast we have right but so like Starbucks has like their light roast but their light roast is still pretty dark yeah like it's compared I mean, to it, like third wave stuff totally that's true right but it's, it's not it, like I mean, a single origin like first crack super light but it is thing, it's you know? but like you can look at it and you go it's it's lighter yeah but but then again like if you you're knowing that then you're gonna say okay if the light is already dark then i know the dark's gonna be darker yes yes so, like, so i'm not gonna get the dark it's like i either want super light or dark i don't want light pretending to be dark <laughs> but know. yeah so i think it if somebody said i don't know why if somebody said would you like light roast or dark roast and they said is your light roast dark i would say yes <laughs> like You'd just because yes. i yeah yes because like why what what answer are they looking for yeah i don't know it's crazy is your light roast dark uh yes <laughs> it is uh like but whatever you think in your head whatever would have would compel you to ask that question yeah <laughs> i'm giving you the answer that i believe would compel you to ask that question yeah, um, i don't even know that is weird this is good we're talking about all the things that cole hates but i guess gone. if she's like flustered i don't know if that is just a weird question yeah, <laughs> yeah. um i want to talk about the slum staying but I was kind of hoping that Cole would get here, but okay, I can start me, talking about Let it. me tell you about a scenario that's happening to me currently. Okay. So I have this old drum set. I have a drum set, right? Mm -hmm. And I was thinking about selling it. And it's currently in storage at a family member's house, right? It's like in a whatever. They have a lot of room and I don't. So it's at their house. Um, so <laughs> this guy texts me and he's, he asks me if I would want to sell it. The, the person whose house is at. If I want to sell it because someone that he knows wants to buy them mm. and donate them to a church so he's like how much but how much do you want for it and so mm. i said um you know if what church so i was like if the church wants them like have them make an offer and he's like well it's not the church it's this guy who wants to buy them and donate them anonymously to the church and i was like okay um i was planning to list them for 500 for everything for all the parts which is like the drums, the hardware cymbals, cymbal stands, the kick drum, like foot pedal thing. So a lot of like everything, right? Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, okay, um, <laughs> he said, well, someone's here. I'm going to ask them to look at them and give me a number. He probably knows what you got. 
um, and that someone wants to, they want to donate them to the church. And I was like, all right, cool. Um, that's fine, whatever. And then he goes, um, they didn't know exactly what you had. So I'll have to trust you to get what they are worth and know that he's donating them to the church. And now I'm like, I don't want him to give them to the church. <laughs> Why are you like, don't make me feel bad for asking for what I think is a fair amount of money. Like, I'm not the one that wanted to donate them to the church. Yeah. It wasn't my decision. Now you're yeah. like, why don't you want to, you don't want to donate them? No, I don't even <laughs> like that church all that much. I, uh, there's a, there's a guy, I, I haven't really been paying attention to Craigslist as much, but you know, back when I was like paying attention a lot, mm-hmm. you start to notice like, oh, there are guys that are like on all the time, right? Right. Either right. buying or selling. And, um, uh, so there's this one guy who I, and I only know this because I dealt with him. Uh, I was selling, I don't remember what the guitar was, and he was buying and selling guitars, and he was claiming that it was for, um, like, uh, this, some special needs uh, music uh, nonprofit. Yeah. Okay. So I I remember seeing his ads, like, a bunch. Like, he's got a bunch of stuff for sale. Um and and he's like 100% of the proceeds go to uh special needs uh music nonprofit and i remember like seeing a guitar and like kind of you know lowballing him yeah. and he was like and he was like no um sorry you know the price is firm because all the all the proceeds go to the uh special needs uh kids yeah and i was like okay and then, and then i was like okay i kind of feel bad like for even offering. All right. Yeah. Okay. I get it. No, no, yeah. thank you. And then like a couple months later, I'm selling something and you know, this guy lowballs me and I go, no, I'm sorry. I'm, you know, I um, can't. And he's like, well, and then he tells me, well, it's for a good cause. Yeah. I run a special needs uh, program, uh music program. Uh-huh. I, I, um, and I was like, it's the same guy, but now he's flipping it on me. Like, yeah. <laughs> it was one thing when it was like I was coming at him and he was making me feel bad for coming at him, but now yeah. he's coming at me and he's making me feel bad for saying, no, this is what I'm selling. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I'm not, but like, I was thinking, dude, is this a scam or is this, is he just like, does he just roll like this? Like, cause he must be giving this line over and over yeah, and over. But that's the thing. It's like, okay, like, I get it, but it's not like you're asking for donations, and I was like, yeah, let me donate to you, and then I'm like, oh, by the way, you owe me money for that. It's like, <laughs> you came to me to ask to buy it, and I gave you what I thought was a fair price, so then don't be like, oh, it's for charity. Like, yeah, I had a gift to charity, but not, I don't know your charity, or like, yeah. you know, like, I'm not yes. obligated to also support the charities that you care about. Right. If you cared more I... about them, you would pay full price. <laughs> you know what okay that kind of reminds me of okay tell me tell me why i'm wrong for thinking this way okay i feel like a bad person that i've always been bothered by any time you see anywhere and if you donate now so and so will match yeah yeah Yeah. every dollar you put in yeah okay why don't 
like, hey, Bill Gates. Up to up to whatever, right? They always say right, right, yeah, yeah. this. Yeah. Hey, Bill Gates, you're going to match my money. Why don't you just put in the money? Yeah, because they're like, we'll match up to a million dollars, knowing full well that you're only going to get like 30,000 in donations, right? Yeah. So I think it's, it is, no, I, I agree with you, because what it is is they're trying to say like, we're donating a million dollars, but they're not, and they know they're not going to, but they can throw out that number knowing it'll never get reached. But, yeah. And all people so remember like, is like, this person million dollars like that's what yes they exactly that's yeah, so exactly the marketing is like yeah it's manipulative for sure so it's it really is about that people hearing their name yeah and the word donate and the word million dollars or whatever yeah because what they should really say is like all right we're going to donate a million dollars no matter what yeah but if other people donate more than that then we'll we'll match it past that or like whatever yeah <laughs> you know what and i'm just Usually it is something like that. Usually it's like, okay, so and so donated ten thousand dollars, and on top of that, yeah, it's it they're going to match thing. every blah blah blah. But that still sounds super gross to me. I feel like they're trying to like. I understand what they're trying to do is like they're it's another motivating factor. Does it so work? It's like if you do it in the next hour, then we'll we'll double it. We'll match it. So yeah, I guess. Yeah, we need to talk to somebody from NPR or something. Because they like, know they know if you don't donate right now, you're not going to remember to come back and do it later. Like, right, but they like they have to get you on the hook immediately. The person who's like, "Oh, I I actually might donate." Are yeah. they like I was on the fence, but now, "Oh, you're yeah. going to you're going to double my money to the cause of like, you know, orphan kittens or whatever." Like, yeah, yeah. "Oh, well now I really want to donate my money because they're going to get twice as much money." If I donate this much, like, does that really work? But maybe it's the person who's like, yeah, I'm going to donate. I'll do it later. I'll do it like this evening when I get home from work. And they know that if you have that plan, you're probably not going to do it. Mm -hmm. But if they're like, okay, for the people who are already going to donate, if we can like give them a reason to donate right now instead of later, then they're more likely to actually do it. Yeah, and I'm. I know that. I think like, those are the people they're after, not people who are like on the fence of giving at all. Right. Right. It's, but it like, is weird though. But that's a different. Yeah. But that's a different motive. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like there's yeah. that like I'm talking about the third party, and you're talking about like the organization who's just just wants people to donate. Period. Yeah. But like, so. What you're talking about is no like, the other person who's doing it. They're just trying to look good. Yeah, I don't think they care about any of that other stuff. Right. Um. What you're talking about is like the reason why NPR will do like yeah, like on their charity drives. They're yeah, they'll be like drive. if you if you donate in the next twenty minutes, you get a free tote bag. Yeah, and if you donate, you know, and it's it's always like it it it's like it's never. It's always conditional, and they never say like, "Hey, whenever you donate, you get a tote bag." It's always like, "Yeah, right now." For the it, yeah, it has to be right now. But the, yeah. the urgency compels people to actually do it. Whereas, like you said, "Oh, yeah, when I get home, mine." Because yeah. once you turn the radio off, you're focused on work or cooking dinner or whatever. You're like, "Right, you're not thinking, right." Oh, I better go donate to NPR real quick. <laughs> Got to get that tote bag. <laughs> Got to get that tote. Oh, wait, did you say tote bag? <laughs> They should have a. They should get a tote bag that has Nina Totenberg on it. Ooh, yeah, that would be good. 
Hey, Aaron, say uh, Blues Driver. Blues Driver? Oh, 69 points for Cole. Oh, yeah. He's still connecting. He's not He's not there yet. Oh. blues. It's a Blues Driver. Is it a Blues Driver? It is a Blues Driver. 69 points for Cole. <laughs> I knew it. Yes. <laughs> Did you guys hear me say what up very loudly? Yeah, we no, it was like crackly. So we just went and saw Sonic 2 and had the what entire theater to ourselves. I don't know. Sonic as well? Well, you said you yeah. saw Sonic 2. Yeah, Sonic and Sonic 2. Uh, we saw Maverick? Knuckles and Tails too. Uh, I, we haven't seen Maverick yet. I haven't either. I heard Maverick, they're getting sued. What? Yeah. So apparently the person who wrote the article that inspired the original movie is now suing the producers of Maverick because he said, you know, it's still his idea. He should get like credit for the follow up too. Wait, 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 wait. I'm sure they'll pay him some money. Some butthole wrote an article. Yeah. Some dude in the 80s wrote an article about Top Gun pilots that became the source material or inspiration for Top Gun the movie. So I'm sure he got paid for it back then. Yeah, but like he didn't invent the fact that 1% of matter. all fighter pilots go to get trained together. Yeah, I, I'm not saying that's like if the guy remember the, that viral video about how Daniel was actually the bad guy in Karate Kid. Yeah, it's like if he were to sue them for making whatever it's called. But yeah, well, but that's right because it's not Silver like <laughs> it's not like it's not like this guy made up a story. He just reported on actual events. Yeah, it's like yeah, if yeah. I if I wrote an article about how I think Navy SEALs are super awesome, and then somebody's like, you know what, I'm gonna make a m- movie about Navy SEALs, and I'm like, no, that's my idea. No. I think they're awesome. Yeah. No. No, you don't get to do that. <laughs> like, they are objectively awesome. Everybody knows it. Yeah. So. You can't G.I. say Jane. <laughs> well, you know, I didn't like her for some reason. Cole, you missed so much beer and coffee talk. <laughs> oh, I'm glad I missed it then. <laughs> oh, also, Phil, I was looking yes. on on. I searched for the the drums that I have. There's okay. a, a set on Guitar Center used the exact okay. same picture color and everything for thirteen hundred dollars. OK, so I should ask for more now, right? <laughs> yes. You know what? Your charity needs to cough up. You got to step it up, man. Oh, wait. It's not the charity. It's just the guy. It's a guy who wants to give it to someone else. He wants to give it to him. Um, Jerks. Okay. So, Cole, I'm glad you're here. Um, Is is now the time for me to talk about my slum sting? Yes. You don't want to talk about Nam? Oh, Talk about Nam. I'm just kidding. Nothing exciting happened at Nam. Let's give him some man to talk about. Except well, everyone, uh, everyone did like my name badge that said butthole oh, on it. Obviously. I'm sure it was a big hit. Yeah, it was a big hit. I would like look. <laughs> I walked around with Ryan and Tim a lot. Uh, Ryan and Tim, Ryan and Steve a lot, and they like know people, you know. Yeah. So yeah. I would just be kind of like hanging out while they're talking to people, and then everyone would be like. Uh, that's the best one. 
And you're like, but I also, I'm a legitimate uh, member of the media as well. No, I didn't say that because I don't think that. Yeah. Or care. I, don't I snuck even, in I don't here. I like being the... regarded as that. Remember our first year at NAM when we cared about that? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah good yeah, times. Yeah. Yep. It's pretty. It's, and remember, it was, fun. It was definitely. Remember, Aaron was in a wheelchair too. That was yeah, nuts. I was yeah. in a wheelchair. Remember, I w- went into the porta potty, and then Phil <laughs> stole my wheelchair. <laughs> that was like an actual. <laughs> Phil committed a literal hate crime against his friend. I think yeah. it was. I wasn't it the. Uh, it was at the taco uh, party. Yeah. Yeah. It was like it, the, yeah. I want to say it was a few of the um, Chase Bliss uh, staff watched me giggling yeah. and, and rolling, rolling the wheelchair like, away. And they're looking at me like, what an <laughs> asshole. What a wormwood. And then I'm like, yeah. I'm like, no, no, no. He's a friend of mine. <laughs> it's okay. Like, I have, okay, I have black friends. Like, yeah. He, I got a pass. He gave me the pass. Yeah, I'm allowed to say. I'm allowed to say. I'm allowed to say crib. I think everyone. Oh, I saw this TikTok of this dude who was like, I was in McDonald's or whatever, and my cousin was there, and I said, "What's what up, cuz?" And then the guy behind (laughs) me was a crib, and he like, it's like you can't say that (laughs) because that's like their word, I guess. (laughs) So he like was gonna fight him (laughs) over it. (laughs) What? Yeah, dude. That seems a little too broad. You can't dude, just own that, right? Yeah. Well, I, I'm pretty sure he was like, you can't say that if when you're in their territory. Yeah. Because I mean, if like they don't properly, officer. if they don't like properly advertise their territory, though, I feel like that's on them. You know? Yeah. If that's how they do due diligence, he's just enforcing the copyright. Yeah. If you don't do that, then it expires. So. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Because it's like, too. that's like unenforceable. That's like frosted flakes, you know, like it's describing, right? you know, <laughs> true. I don't know. Hmm. You I don't can't, know you can't copyright frosted flakes or trademark it. Well, you just can't because it's describing what it actually is, I think. Mm. So that's why like the, I don't know this. We'll need to get my brother on to talk about uh, it. But like all the generic, like Malto meal always had weird names for all the other cereals but they could just call their frosted flakes frosted flakes uh, nice i think because they're just or like frost flakes. flakes that are frosted yeah exactly it's flakes of corn like, like top cheerios gun. cheerios they have to call them toastios yeah toasted o's and lucky charms they have to call i don't know marshmallow mateys marshmallow mateys yeah mateys yeah, they're like um, yeah, they're pirate. It's like pirate yeah. themed, nautical themed. I was thinking, but yeah, pirate yeah. is correct. At first, I thought there's you said marshmallow maybes. Maybes. There's fruit. What were the Fruit Loops called? Fruit rings. That can't possibly be Ring true. Things I don't know. Cold, did you guys did you watch have the Malta game meal? tonight? Did you watch the game tonight? No, I watched Sonic too. I, but then I looked. I just checked Twitter. Oh, by the way, Johnny, the Avalanche won tonight. Oh yeah, so they're going to the they're in going overtime. to the final. They won in overtime. Yeah, and I heard five. Like, I saw people talking about how on the broadcast, the it wasn't even one of the commentators. It was like the rules guy or whatever mm-hmm. dropped the s bomb. 
Oh, really? On the broad, yeah, like when they scored the final goal. So that's like the audio that's going to be with it forever. It's pretty that's awesome. Amazing. But yeah, it was a pretty crazy out. goal, too. Guy got his own rebound, right? Yeah. So he shot at the goal. He tipped it with what would have been a high stick, but it didn't go in. Oh. It bounced off the goalie, and then he like tapped it in. So did they did they review it as a high stick? I think so, but it, so it was above the goal, but not above his shoulder. So like it's a legal play. Oh, okay, but it wouldn't. But have if been it had gone in goal. the goal, exactly. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Cool. It's like a very, not really. Yeah, like, that's a very goal, like, but it's like, it's funny. Like he's, you're almost glad. It's weird. The high stick is defined differently depending on what you what happens with it. I mean, it's just yeah. like how you can't kick, you can kick the puck, but you can't kick it into the goal. You know. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Man. Speaking of hockey, I broke my first I broke my first stick last week at our game. Oh dang. Blocking a shot. It wasn't even anything cool like shooting. Are you playing guitar? Oh I I know you are driving. I I was like, I thought you were in the car. It's all right. Is that a sign? Go ahead, Phil. I'm driving in my car playing guitar. Tell us about the slums thing. No, no, no. Cole, continue. Cole is telling something. That's all I have. I broke broke my stick. Oh, and, it, and people are like, oh, man, sticks are expensive. And I was like, well, this is like some 10 year old stick that I bought on Craigslist. So it was not expensive. So no need to worry. Nice. So let's hear the, about the slums thing, Phil. OK, so um, it is fully operational. For one, um, it fully sounds operational. It sounds super awesome. Um, the E and B string do not stay in tune. So I'm, I know I, I have not messed with the intonation and I was just starting to do that now is, could that be the issue or could it be <laughs> the, uh, $25 Bigsby knockoff? <laughs> I mean, intonation's not going to affect whether or not it stays in tune. Uh, okay. Cause that's Although, to, stability. Like a really poorly cut nut could cause both of those problems. That's true. Have you checked your nut? Uh, Have no. you been able to make your nut this year? It shouldn't really be moving at the nut, though, right? If you're just like, I mean, I guess it relieves tension and stuff, so it could catch. But Yeah, maybe I guess the nut wouldn't affect intonation that much. But it, well, it would if it was like, you haven't done anything to the nut, have you? No. Yeah, because sometimes if you if you don't like ramp it, if you like if you reshape it like the grooves, you know, and don't ramp them properly, then they can cause like buzzing and intonation issues, I guess. But I would think you're just saying tuning stability or you're also having intonation issues. Uh, I I I have not messed with the intonation at all, so I don't know if that that's has anything to do with anything. I mean, the Bigsby, right. obviously any kind, of, especially a Bigsby, that's going to affect the tuning stability a lot, especially with new strings. Like it's going to take a while for it to settle in. And every time you tune one string up, everything else gets detuned, right? Right. But yeah, maybe that big, well, I would expect even the cheapest Bigsby, like assuming you're not moving it, would eventually be stable, Right. Like maybe the spring is too weak or not, not or too strong or something, but 
it would have like some equilibrium point. Yeah, depending on like how hard you're playing, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So the so the E A D G are starting to to like be stable, but it's the high E and B that like when I strum for like five minutes and then I then I tune again, they're like a little bit off. Did you just not wrap them around the tuning post enough? Tightly enough? Uh, yeah, you got to get some lock. Because I mean, it's too. all of the it's all the wound strings that are staying in tune, and all the unwound strings that aren't, right? Well, the G is not wound, so there goes that theory. Well, not really. Um, but okay, here here's but back to things. Those, it could be those strings slipping at the tuning knob, though. Um, back to things that are slightly more interesting um, to talk about anyway. Uh, these electronics are way over my head. <laughs> yeah. It is, it is, uh, what, are, what are they, what do they call that? Um, uh, option choice. paralysis? Yes. Option paralysis. Is um, that when it feels like there's a demon on your chest? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's uh, that's sleep sleep paralysis. <laughs> so, so if you recall, the there's a some demon pooping on your chest. <laughs> <laughs> what? You just crashed uh, on your chest. A demon's in a hammock, and you cut a hole in the bottom of the hammock. <laughs> just demon. You guys seen that documentary about the McAfee guy? Demon no. in Pooh Corner. Do you, have you guys heard about him? The guy I, who founded. Him? I know he's like McAfee, crazy. Or so had like the antivirus thing. He moved to like Belize or something like yeah, that. Yeah. He basically has like his own little army. But then he also like pays women to do exactly what you're describing. And oh, it's pretty freaking weird. Hmm. There's a documentary about him, and that bomb drops like halfway. No pun intended like halfway through the movie and I was like, whoa, he just became weird in a whole new way that I did not even predict. Anyways, Phil, um, what describe, try to describe your electronics for us. Okay. So it has, so there's a four way rotary switch and then the two knobs are push pull. And then there's a, arcade button kill switch which i just remembered um i'm pretty sure i got the ig the idea from uh ryan like ryan burke enemy of the show um that he he did that to uh i don't remember what the guitar was I got it from Machine Gun Kelly. He's my favorite guitarist. Ew. Does he, he really have a kill switch? Is it an arcade uh, button? No, it's just a. It's like a pickup selector switch. It just kills it one. Oh yeah, yeah, thing. yeah. yeah. He is that what it, it is? Because he has a single pickup. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Um. Okay, I. Let me see if I can find the controls. Um. So. Uh. So there's two humbuckers. And so I know there's phase and out of phase. 
And then there's, oh, geez, what else would there be? Well, obviously. Series in parallel. Yeah. You should just find a little paper that explains it all. Yeah. Like both humbuckers in series? Um, It could be the two coils in series are parallel. I wonder what they would sound like in parallel. I mean, they would sound kind of like a middle, like one of the one of the two or four positions on a strat, maybe. Because they're reverse yeah, number, reverse so polarity. Though. Yeah. That'd be interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Too bad we don't have the paperwork to to see what it's actually doing. Yeah, that would have been like that would have been awesome if we had that. Okay. We really tied this all up. Okay, I think okay, here it is. All right. Um you're acting as if there's like a book that you're searching through for the right page or something. It's just a yeah. single page. It's no, like almost the, the only words on the sheet. entire paper. No, the book is Instagram because he he uh sent it to me over uh, Instagram chat. Okay. Um, so the rotary switch, uh, one is bridge, two is neck bridge parallel, three is neck, four is neck bridge series. Then, um, uh, neck, uh, volume knob is neck normal phase or out of phase, and tone okay. is. Bridge, normal phase, out of phase. And that one only works in second and fourth rotary position. Wait, it only works when you're using both pickups? Is that what it is? Uh, Probably doesn't like you put them out of phase when it's in series, maybe. Right. What were the four positions? I thought it was... No, no, no. Parallel or series. Yeah, because it's bridge parallel. Oh yeah, it's because it's only, oh, it, because it only those works. are the only ones where it's two pickups. Yes. Like yes. the phase wouldn't the phase is meaningless when there's only one pickup anyways, so it makes sense. Okay, now all that being said, tell me Because it's the phase of the entire pickup. It's not the phase of the coils. Yeah. yeah. Um I know like so I I kind of I fiddled with it. And, um, so I'm, some of the settings, like the volume dropped like substantially. Yep. That's what you get without a phase. Um, so tell me why I want that. Cause you want the out of phase sound. It's not yeah. It's just a different sound. Drop. It's just like, that's what you That's have. just a byproduct. Yeah. yeah. That's what it costs to get the sound, the out of phase sound. I know, and I could just turn the volume up, but then, yes. like, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's like saying, when I turn off my distortion pedal, it gets quieter. Why would I want it to be quieter? And it's like, well, it just is less distorted, too, you know? Like, I think it's just a right, factor of, like, can... the more options you have, like, the less likely they are to all be compatible. Yeah, like, if you're, you like you have put together the most ridiculous guitar on the planet 
And then you're like, why aren't these all super practical options that I have? <laughs> like, yeah. no. you realize how idiotic that sounds? No. That's that's exactly what you're doing. Why is this 10th pickup option kind of weird? Exactly. <laughs> I think it's a legitimate question to ask. Yeah. No, it's not. But you said, why would I want this? Not why does it happen? But why yeah. Would I yeah, like, why would you want any of that? <laughs> okay, but wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. But people want out of phase, though. Like, that's a thing that people go, ooh, I like it's the a option. Sound, yeah. Cool sound, yeah. Just like people want low-output pickups. <laughs> like, it's a, it's a very cool sound. Or people want, like, mismatched pickups a lot of times. In two pickup guitars, they want pickups that are very different output, you know? Well, that's what because it changes because it changes the way. No, it's not because that's a guitar that has three options, and one of you know one of them is very different. You have a guitar that has twelve options, and one of them is very different. These are mismatched pickups, is what, what I'm saying. What are they though? No. Yes. He if they were mismatched, going... like the face. Are you saying they're like... actually mismatched pickups? They do not. If match. They were mismatched. Yeah, but the output of them is but you're just saying they're not the same and Phil yeah. Cole's saying like they don't work I'm saying mismatched like output like one is a lot right louder way. than the other one I'm almost certain they do not have the same output they're not and them the being out of output. phase would have less of an effect oh hmm. if they then what you would have said is when I'm only using one of the pickups it's a lot quieter than when I'm using the other one by itself but if you have two pickups and one of them is way, has way higher output than the other one, then, then combining them out of phase is just going to make the higher output one dominate. Mm. Yep. What do you think about that, Phil? Well, sorry, I had to mute myself right after I dropped that bombshell on your guys' <laughs> faces. It's all right. What do I uh, think about it? I think. I think you have a really I think you have a really cool guitar that you knew much of it would not be like super practical obviously like you drilled a hole through this guitar Phil and they're like well one of them's a little you know I you have an arcade button for a kill switch yeah I'm aware I'm aware of what I did you got to just embrace the weird (laughs) remember how you were so embarrassed to say that you had done that and then I did I drilled a hole that was like way bigger than the one you did right after like (laughs) That was amazing. That was the best yes. part of these slums things. <laughs> we need to wait. I Cole, is yours? I can't remember if yours is done or not. Oh yeah, it's been yeah, it's done. Well, I might like the pickup selector switch or the rotary switch I have on there. I need to swap it out. Ed Chu sent me a few red knobs to put on there. I got to just find one that I like, and I might switch out the. I, I like the speaker knobs on the volume and tone, unfortunately, mm. but I have some red ones to switch out for that too. Mm. But honestly, still the best part of mine, weirdly, is just the edge of the pick guard. I colored it red with a Sharpie and it looks amazing. <laughs> like the angled, you know, the angled, like yeah. the chamfer on the pick guard. It looks so yes. good. Um. Okay, I'm going Mine to. I put together. I'll, I'll remind you guys what it looks like. Have yet to fix the wiring on it. So. Oh really? Just, I think it's just like 
it's all smashed in there and something's touching something that's not supposed to touch. Oh yeah, I remember that. I'm sure. Yeah, that's exactly. I'm sure it's a very simple fix that I had. It's like touching the cavity. Had time to do. Yeah. And those are the worst problems because you pull it apart. Yeah. It works, and then as soon as you screw it back in, it stops. Yeah. So we'll see. So another thing is, um, the uh, the Bigsby arm is. It's it definitely feels like it's sitting too high. And I don't, this is the first guitar with the Bigsby I've ever owned. So maybe I'm wrong, but like, I don't know how you'd put this in a guitar case. Yep. I have no solution for you. <laughs> okay. So what did you say, Phil? I, I said the guitar, the, the Bigsby arm feels way too high. Wait, can't you turn the arm? It down? looks, it looks way too high too. It looks hilarious. Like I it, would think that you would have to offset it with the spring tension. The, yeah. the spring is just like too tense or too long, I guess. Yeah. So one of you said, we'll just cut, like cut a chunk of the spring out. And I think that would. It would. I mean, it would pull like it would. The, the sort of equilibrium point would be the arm would be down lower. Right. There might be other like unintended consequences because the spring goes to like a flat point on both ends. And if you do that, then it would go to a point. Right. That would like, That's my theory concern. would like dig in or something like yeah, that. I don't you know. Probably, you might just have to buy a new spring. Yeah. But, have you thought about that? Phil? Well, buying a new spring, how, why, how do I know that buying a new spring won't just give me the exact same result? Because you could measure exactly. it and make sure that it's shorter. I mean, that's the risk with putting a ridiculous knockoff Bigsby on your guitar, right? Yeah, the spring is not a ridiculous knockoff. Remember, I lost the spring and I had to buy a new one. Oh, well, that's your freaking problem. <laughs> Obviously, the spring that came with it wasn't meant to be swapped out with one from a normal Bigsby. Maybe. I mean, or, you have literal proof staring you in the face, right? <laughs> oh, maybe. Okay, or you know what else would you could change everything? Like really light tension strings. Yeah, like thicker gauge strings. I bet would change the. Would do you have like do sevens something on it right now? No. It's not going to make a huge difference. <laughs> and the thing looks ridiculous. Like, yeah, have you ever heard? Have you ever seen? Issue. Like if you, but like, does everyone who plays a Bigsby have the exact same gauge strings on their guitar? Because none of them look like yours do, where the arm is sticking up at a forty-five degree angle. It's not forty-five. It's forty-five. It's not. It's not low for sure. <laughs> well, that's on. Like, what are you talking about? Forty-five degrees, like from the guitar. <laughs> Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now listen to this. What is that? What am I? Are those foot switches on a pedal? No, that was my kill switch. Oh, can't you? Can't Can you, you just focus turn, here, Phil? Can't you just turn, <laughs> rotate the arm though when you put it in the case? Uh, okay. So it's it. So the the tension on well, the rotator like hit the guitar body. It goes. It. 
it will rotate. It has to rotate down and around, and it will. It will. Here, I'll do it, and I'll send a picture. You're saying it will, but but you're saying it as if it won't. Like, it will. It will do it. It will do the thing that I want it to do, but it will do it. <laughs> but what? What's the problem? Just to use your words, because people can't see the, what you're doing right now. Um, and I also can't see what you're doing right now. No, I guess I guess that's an okay solution. I don't. All right. I. Why do what, you Why do you complain about problems, and then when somebody gives you a solution, you don't like it? It's not that I don't like the solution. I'm wondering what normal Bigsby people do. They don't oh. buy a ridiculous twenty dollars Bigsby, and then swap a spring out from another one they from don't. a different design. No, that's not something they do. Okay, well. If you're trying to say what what do normal anything people do, <laughs> it's not what you have done on this guitar. That's the answer. I would just like to start from what a normal Bigsby person does. Try that one out there. the window long ago, Phil. Try moving the spring around, like rotate it, smash it. I don't know, see if you can put it between two books for overnight shrink it down a little see, bit see see i like aaron is aaron is coming up with solutions also here. i think like bigsby makes different sizes of springs and you might just have the long one and need the short one hmm. have you thought about getting the short one phil <laughs> i have not i should i should think about that next time you're on the bus think about getting the short one okay oh no it's cole who rides the bus or doesn't hey. anymore I mean, tomorrow. no, I don't. They actually canceled my bus route. That was kind right. of a bummer. Well, you know, freaking COVID, Biden, friendship. Yep. Oh, is it really? Okay. I, mean, I don't know when you guys started. <laughs> say it, everybody. Say it. Thanks for friendship. friendship. All right. <laughs> you don't just say friendship, though. <laughs> hey, we don't. <laughs> Weirdo. Friendship. Yeah, we do. He asks the question and we say friendship. Yeah, and then friendship. after that, then you say the whole thing. Oh, thanks for friendship. Mm -hmm.